This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for your daily dose of all things Chicago sports. This is the Daily Score. Now, here's your host, Mark Grody. Hello, everybody, and welcome into the Daily Score. I'm Mark Grody. We are inching closer to the Bears and the Packers. And, oh, do I have some audio for you that I think will be music to your ears if you are a Bears fan. Or maybe, maybe, actually... Maybe it will make you nervous because the the voice that you are about to hear will be that of Justin Jones talking about the Bears and Packers rivalry. I will just tell you that I, I posted the quote that you're about to hear on Twitter. And um, while it was applauded, there's a lot of people who are like, okay, you're talking pretty big there, Justin Jones. So without further ado, let's hear from the Bears three technique Justin Jones. Listen, obviously, Green Bay, you, you want to beat them as many times as you can just for the sake of the city. You know what I'm saying? For the you know, city of Chicago, you know, Illinois in general, this rivalry here has been going on for a long time, and we're just we're about to be on the other side of that now. You know, we're, we're going to be giving, being the ones that give the beat down. You know, we're not getting beat by them anymore. It's going to be us from now on. So that's kind of how I see it. And I'm, like I said, it starts, starts uh, Sunday. Why are you so sure that Chicago will now be the team putting the beat down on, as you said, in this rivalry? Just, you know, the way, the way I don't know what it's been like in previous years. I know I was here last year, and I know what it is this year, and I know the work that we put in this offseason. There's no other team in the league that's worked harder than us this offseason. There's no other team in the league that's putting the hours, you know, and, and the, the extra field work that guys, you know, are, on this team are putting in. Nobody's watching film like this guy, this team is putting in. Like nobody's doing it the way we're doing it here. So our confidence is through the roof, and, you know, how, that's, that's how I feel. Oh, yeah. Justin Jones, man. He, like, he gets the rivalry, but I think more of this is is he, he um, in the first Green Bay game at Lambeau, he was just insulted by their fans, quite frankly, because they were hurling all sorts of weird stuff his way and just just being cheeseheads. He just he had, he he was indoctrinated in to the Bears Packers rivalry, and he was just like, "What's up with these these folks?" So, it, it, and he had, this is not the first time he's mouthed off about Green Bay, but I like the message and I like the idea, and I think that if you're a Bears fan, you probably like that idea too. That it's time to put the beat down 
on the other side. Do you like the way I, I repeated that, Ray, when I asked the question? I was like, you just talked about that beatdown right there. And uh, <laughs> I, I enjoy Justin Jones. I really do. I'm not going to lie to you. I root for that guy to be really good. Um, and that's not something I needed to keep secret anyway, because I think you want your three technique to be really good as well. I love Justin Jones. Um, let's move on to the next guy. Next guy is very interesting as well. He's Lucas Patrick. He is going to be the starting center for the Bears on Sunday against the Packers. And so far, Lucas Patrick has done nothing in a Bears uniform after signing a three-year deal with the team and having a big press conference. And you know, everything looked like he it looked like he was kind of going to be one of the the foundations of the rebuild. And he was kind of a big nothing last year, and a lot of it had to do with injuries. So that said. Here's what Lucas Patrick is saying about what he wants to prove on Sunday. Kind of going back, like showcase this organization. Like, hey, I, I can I can do what you brought me in to do, and and you know, again, like going back to it, not to like keep sounding the point, but like gratitude. Like they changed my family's life. Like I just had a daughter recently, and her experience in this world would be significantly better because of the Chicago Bears. So like, it's it's beyond like playing football for me. Like I feel like I owe them something greater than just play i don't have a whole lot to say about that because that what a perfect thing to say and i got i have a feeling i mean just from studying his body language and the way he was talking today i I think he's being truthful about that and to some degree it is refreshing to hear something like that because i don't know that every single athlete in every single sport really gives a damn once they get their money they don't feel a sense of I owe you you know there's a lot of entitlement out there so but what I will say is Lucas Patrick still needs to be damn good and I quite frankly am a little bit nervous about him because I like I said when even when he was healthy he wasn't particularly good but a thumbs up to Lucas Patrick for what he said there root for him as well uh let's get to the Bears cornerbacks and going up against Jordan Love and some young wide receivers, obviously, on the Green Bay Packers, who we'll talk about. But let's start with Tyreek Stevenson, the rookie who has been really good in the preseason overall. He's made some mistakes. There's been some pretty loud penalties as well. Dropped a couple of would-be interceptions, but that's fine. He's been really good in terms of just, you know, covering receivers in camp and in the two preseason games as well. But one thing that we know that is obvious is that unless you are Deion Sanders coming into the NFL, referees are, you are not going to get the benefit of the doubt from, from referees and teams are going to pick on you. And Tyreek Stevenson acknowledged all of that. I definitely expect everybody to, you know, test my knowledge of the game. And, you know, just because I'm out there and I'm a rookie. So just going into this game and every game of the season, I know I'm going to get tested. And, you know, my mindset going out there, just go out there and be the best version of Tyree Stevenson. You know, um, opponent or anybody doesn't, you know, phase me pretty much. I know what the guys here, what we've been working towards. And I know what these coaches and everybody seeing me. So go out there and put that on display for the world. Did you also learn from the referees that you're going to have to – the rookies don't get breaks. <laughs> yeah, uh, I figured that out. Um, figured out that the Bills game and just coming back to the sideline and hear the coaches just coach me up and basically tell me pretty much that. Just tell me that, you know, you're a rookie. So they're pretty much looking for everything that you do. So just make sure that you go out there and play the cleanest game as possible. Yeah, so at least the, the message is getting to him. We'll see if in the heat of the moment 
how he responds or reacts because that's really the key. I mean, this kid plays a lot of emotion, and as you can hear him right there, he's pretty composed when he's in front of the microphone. So he, he's talking a good game on that, but we'll see when the lights go on and the pressure is real and there is a team game planning for specifically at times, I'm sure, Tyreek Stevenson. And you know, it's a pretty good young receiver core, of which I don't know who all is going to play because Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs have been banged up a little bit. They've got a rookie named Jaden Reed as well. So, and there's been nothing but good reports coming out of him. Tight ends always kill the Bears for some reason. So look out for Luke Musgrave as well. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. But let's get on to... The veteran now cornerback and ace of this cornerback staff for the Bears. And that's Jalen Johnson, who if Christian Watson does play, I would expect that you will see some good stuff in that matchup. But he was asked, Jalen Johnson, specifically about Jordan Love. And he ended up just kind of generalizing it, interestingly, I might add, towards the head coach of the Packers. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like Matt LaFleur is still who he is. He still has his way of doing things, and I feel like sometimes you, you study more than just the players. You study the, the play caller, and all of that's still the same. So, I mean, they're going to stick to their identity. It is what it is, and then I feel like they'll have some change-ups in there considering their personnel. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you can only study what, what they've done in the past and then just adjust to what they're going to do this year. What is their identity? Uh, I know they like to run run the ball. And everything kind of starts with that run game with the two-headed monster they have, and then they like explosive plays after that, and then some screen passes to their wide outs. They can uh, take some deep shots as well. I mean, they're kind of all over the place. They like to dress things up with motions and different things like that. So, I mean, it's pretty pretty straightforward, but they like to kind of dress things up and still get to what they need to get to. Really good stuff right there. I mean, you talk about a player who – gets a little bit more and sounds a little bit more mature every season. Not that he was ever immature, but I mean, that is like, it, it kind of is like, wow, he did just describe what Matt LaFleur and the Packers, again, albeit under Aaron Rodgers, what they do. I mean, talk about the screen game. It's like, oh man, how many times have we seen the Bears through the decades, quite frankly, get beat up by the Packers screen game. Last guy that we are going to hear from on this podcast is the Bears defensive coordinator. And um, it's about two minutes of Alan Williams and probably about as interesting for him and some of the stuff that he was talking about. And again, he also was asked, how do you approach Jordan Love? If you're a defensive coordinator and this guy has not really played much at all at the NFL level, like it's, I would think it'd be kind of stressful actually when you're trying to game plan and you've had, and by the way, You've had months to to game plan. It's got to be frustrating for a guy that there is little on right now. So, Alan Williams, Bears defense coordinator, how do you approach this? What we're trying not to do is hunt up too many ghosts and say, we think he's going to do this. We think this is going to happen. We think these things. What we have to focus on is what Green Bay has done uh, up until this point. 
and then see what their tendencies are, see what they've done, and then just, you know, look at uh, Love in the in the preseason and see what he does well. You know, the things that he does well, he gets the ball out of his hands. He he throws a phenomenal deep ball. Outside, he has great touch. It seems like he makes uh, good decisions, fast decisions, fast processor. So we're just trying to look at what they've done in the past, what they've done in the preseason, and then just go from there. And at the end of the day, it's still more about us than it is about who they have, who they have at receiver, who they have at running back, who's playing on the D line. It's still about the Chicago Bears. Is it difficult, though, because of all the advanced scouting that goes on, the trying to get an edge on a team, the secrecy that exists to not have as much information on, on a quarterback? Yeah. Um, no. No. Um, sometimes we make this game a little bit more difficult than it should be. Um, it's still about winning your one-on-one matchups. It's still about we're, they have one football. They don't have three. So we have to find the football. We know where it is. It's still about uh, tackling, uh, lining up, reading your keys, getting to the ball, and all the other things, um, those are distractions. That's window dressing. All the other things that come into effect and all the other things about, hey, the stats say this and the analytics say this and whatever. I've never heard of a game that was won through analytics. Now, um, with the technology and all the things that we have and all the information that we have, sometimes they make guys play slower, not faster. It's interesting interesting on a lot of different levels and i i will just say like i I don't know how much they depend on analytics it's there for sure and it is something to which they subscribe and all of that but what i do know is that in this 4-3 bears defense one of the things that they were selling us on last year when we would ask questions when the new regime comes in and they switch from a 3-4 to a 4-3 some existing players there such as eddie jackson and they said this is a much simpler defense that it is you know read and react um and the players echoed the same thing so i don't think that they ignore analytics or anything like that i don't think that that's what alan williams was trying to put out there but i do think he was just trying to make the point that football is football <laughs> and and more and more so on the defensive side of the ball than than the offensive side of, of the ball so we're close. We're getting close to Bears and Packers. And I appreciate you guys listening. For our executive producer, Ray Diaz, I am Mark Grody. Thanks for listening to or watching The Daily Score.